It's the story of an American held in a dark Venezuelan prison. Then all of a sudden, they all kind of lined up. They pointed their guns at me. And this is the point where I thought, I'm going to die today. I'm Becky Bruce. I spent a year working on Hope in Darkness, which now has more than 2 million downloads. Find it on kslpodcast.com or wherever you listen to podcasts. A very special edition of the KSL Movie Show, celebrating Doug Wright's 45th anniversary at KSL. Who's he? You know, squirrely looking guy, mumbles a lot. Oh, yeah. From talk shows with Utah's biggest newsmakers, to traveling across the country, and of course, hosting the movie show, Doug's had an amazing run. He would make outrageous claims like he invented the question mark. The sort of general malaise that only the genius possess and the insane lament. Here's Doug and Steve Sales on KSL News Radio. Wow. Wow. You sound I like had, a flight attendant. I had not expected that. I had know. no idea either. We're just, I mean, it's just the movie show, you know. No, no, it's a big out deal. Of your radio today. And there's, there's even a big poster with your giant heed on with it. With my giant heed behind there. I think that uh, photo was taken in 1978. <laughs> no, it's not. It's not. You true. look good and happy, huh? What happened there? What? <laughs> well, it has something to do with I think my co-host. Ooh, Ooh. well, we can fix that. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. Hey, welcome to the movie show. Great to have you along. Hey, we're in the uh, in the uh, final stretch of the uh, Doug Wright era movie show, okay. and uh, don't say well, it like that. that makes three sad. more shows to go after this one. Wow, Andy Farnsworth. Is here with us now. Which which microphone is Andy on? Yeah, I'm on this one. You're on that one. Thank you, Thank Your you. Honor. You still got five, four more shows after this. This is a five Friday oh. month. So Sorry. today plus four more. One, two, is that three. Right? He's right. And then there may be a special edition on the Thursday night. I heard some rumblings about what? it. But wow, five more. Well, yeah. But I mean, this is the month to do it. Summer movie season. This is it. The summer. You movie get to season. end with Indiana Jones. I know that's going to be big. That's why we might have a special edition movie oh. show that has been rumbled about. I don't know if uh, if that's happening for sure. Hey, it's the movie show coming to you from Fat Cats today. And you know, there's Fat Cats, and then there's Fat Cats. <laughs> you know, the Fat Cats that I kind of am familiar with, you know, is no longer there because they're building other ones, bigger ones. But uh, the one on Ninth East, you yeah. know, we used to go bowling there. And Ninth hang East, out what forty? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 no. What was it between 39th and forty? Yeah, right in there. Yeah, it's <laughs> this shows you it's where the old dance food store used to be. You know, remember that? Yeah, but I remember that bowling alley. Yeah, there. yeah, absolutely. So, I mean, here we are. You know, it's the new rendition. So we'll be talking with Austin, some of the great crew. So it's fun to be here at Fat Cats today, the brand new location in Bluffdale. And uh, trust me, regardless of what your you know, uh, electronic device may tell you to do. Get off on Redwood Road. <laughs> you know, trust me If you get to Bangadere and Redwood, then just yeah, look if, if southwest. I, if I had east. still been following the Google map, I would still be making U-turn loops on Bangadere Highway for about five years. And where yeah. it said you've arrived at your destination, you'd be on the right-hand side where you'd be you know, normally changing a tire. So... <laughs> So trust us, get off on Redwood Road. Well, or look up, you'll yeah. see a big building. Yeah, or, yeah, you'll see a great big, gigantic building. And we understand that, uh, what, uh, the graduates of uh, Riverton High School were 
partying on here last night. Yeah, those little delinquents. Pretty cool. No, they were great. I, I asked. I said, well, okay. Nah, he I wasn't want... here. And he goes, no, they, they were they Tore were... down half the sun. They, they locked them in, by the way. Yeah, they locked them in. From like 1030 till 3 a.m. Oh, you've been locked up before? Well, no, my daughter was at I a different Steve party last night. thought Steve was the only one. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, once the kids are in, they don't get out. So yeah. at least they How many more shows do you think you're going to do? Is the Roach Motel. <laughs> what are you talking about? Students get in, but they don't get out. The kids get in, but they don't get out. Okay, we probably ought to, you know, do the format thing and actually talk about what's coming up on the movie show. So here we go. Ladies and gentlemen, sponsored by the people at Call Climate Services. The following preview has been rated G and is appropriate for all audiences. The movie show special feature. Okay. Spider-Man across the Spider-Verse. Holy cow. I saw that uh, yesterday afternoon. And oh my goodness. No kidding. We are wow. In, it, it is a wow, but I'll tell you what, I need tutoring. I need, uh, I need MCU, you know, uh, Sony, everything. I mean, you know, this is a, an amalgam of everything and every plot line you can imagine makes Doctor Strange kind of look normal. And, you know, it's, what? I'm bouncing back and forth from universe to universe going, uh, I need to talk to Andy about this. <laughs> so, or a therapist. Or a therapist. but <laughs> Maybe you know, both. Pretty pretty cool. The visuals were Oh, the visuals were amazing. Unbelievable. You know, of course, the cadre of critics years ago, you know, they made uh, the original Spider-Verse the movie of the year. I, this could be better than that. Well, well I, I also heard... won the Oscar for Best Animated Feature. Well, remember last week we were talking with, uh, you know, the, the great folks who book these movies. And they said, you know, we think that when I saw this, I, I think it's better than one. Yeah. So, yeah. So, okay. Spider-Man. You certainly don't get cheated. <laughs> no. <laughs> across the Spider-Verse. Is there, it, now, this is the thing. Yesterday was a crazy day for me, and so I, I you know, stayed. And I thought, am I going to sit here through the whole credit thing? And I, I had another appointment I had to be at, and I, I, I couldn't. Is there a scene at the end? No. No. Okay. I chose wisely. Uh, what else have we got? The Boogeyman. Steve and I are still traumatized over the Boogeyman. Did you see this, Andy? Thankfully, no. I had something Sissy else boy. that had something Liar. else to do. Yeah. Lies. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. You think he just I, out? I was hoping that the PG-13 rating might make it a little more palatable for me. Ooh, it's, uh, it's it actually good. makes it scarier because you have to do more. You can't well, rely on the blood and guts. Yeah, when you don't rely on the blood and guts, I think the, the actual core quality of a horror movie actually goes up I think considerably. So and this, this is a scary movie. Sanctuary, Shooting Stars, A Beautiful Life, and, oh, Ted Lasso. I'm oh. just brokenhearted that ended. And but or did that, it or did it because I mean if you're on the talk thing with Kerry Clarkson you know talking with the uh, there there could be multiple spinoffs there could be multiple things that there could may be happen nothing. or there could be nothing yeah so Ted Lasso you know and it's so hard to to just we all gush about this and then somebody just immerses themselves they go do you know how many times I use the F word do you know how many times and and, and you go yeah but you know it gets to the point. And, and this sounds like I'm, you know, backsliding into sin and iniquity here. But, you know, the sweetness and the depth and the cleverness and how touching and the amazing characters that are developed in this series, it just overshadows it. And folks from the U.K. say, get used to it. That's what you hear over here 
all the time. And again, well, I know that's half of Roy Kent's vocabulary. Exactly. And I'm sure people are going, have you ever heard the story of the frog, Doug, where you put him in a you know, little thing of water, and you turn up the heat. And he just sits there and enjoys the heat, and pretty soon he's boiling like you're going to in hell. <laughs> you know, wow. And you, kind of, uh, and you kind of go, well, <laughs> I don't know. I still like Ted Lasso. I guess I'll see you there. <laughs> yeah. you, you could also look at it from the perspective of there's a whole bunch of British swear words in there, too, that don't really carry much meaning for us. So, really, we're only hearing half the swear oh, words. Yeah, all the good stuff. So, anyway, Ted Lasso. We'll talk a little bit about the end of the season, The Diplomat. That's that's an interesting series. And I have one more. And one more, Steve. That I won't tell you now, but you're going to love, love, love it. Love it. Okay. All right. And well, it starts Sunday. They're bringing back Gilligan's Island? What? Almost. Almost. Well, that sounds good. Okay, what else have we got? We've got movie news. That's coming up. We have a special guest who I hear... His name is Don Weiniger, and I've known the Weiniger family forever. The first commercial radio job I ever had. I started at KUER at the University of Utah while I was in high school. And they just tolerated me up there, and it was a great experience. But the first commercial job I had was a KDYL in Tooele. And uh, the Weiniger family owned it. Wow. And I, <laughs> this is the great-great-grandson? Heaven only knows. <laughs> the grand- <laughs> oh, Don's going to love that. <laughs> Don, that was Steve's sales. That was aimed at you, and, not at him. Oh, is that? Well, you know, if he's the great, great, great grandson, that was kind then, of aimed at him. Well, Steve. it's not funny unless it's a great, great. Steve, Steve gives precision shots with a <laughs> shotgun at close range. And you know, Doug, so. if you didn't catch it the first time, he makes sure that you myopically <laughs> see it. There it is. Well, I don't want people to miss the good stuff, yeah. you know, on, on the show. So I guess it'll be a little, uh, the you know, how. Love you, Don. How this uh, 55-year odyssey began. That should be interesting. Don Weiniger will be joining us. And let's see. What else have we got here? Um, Streaming news. We've got the movie show Top Ten. And we have a spectacular telephone torture today. Oh, no. And I'm not going to, you know, I don't want to give anything away so people can do homework. You could actually tell them the whole thing and they still wouldn't. They could do the homework and be like, okay, I'm not sure. See, Steve hasn't grasped the concept yet, Andy, and I'm sure you He's will. He's making him work for it. That you need to have losers or telephone torture doesn't work. And people are so disappointed if they can't lose once in a while. I mean, while. it is called torture. It is. It is. Don't encourage it. And, and Steve just loves to tighten down the screws, but he doesn't want to take credit for it he blames it all on me of course this is your thing so oh it's my thing what else have we got we're going to be uh doing oh you know all kinds of fun things on the movie show today 45 years of doug wright on ksl what is a nice guy like you doing in a place like this the movie show with doug wright on ksl news radio holy cow man they really pulled out the stops i I can remember that first day are we gonna have confetti I walked in. Well, they have a lot left over or will have in a week here after Hello, Dolly closes at (laughs) Hale Center Theater. The red and pink confetti. I mean, holy cow. They must must have purchased that by the truckloads. Imagine that bill in case a UD sent to. Oh, man. Amazing. Anyway. Wow. 45. It's the story of an American held in a dark Venezuelan prison. Then all of a sudden, they all kind of lined up. They pointed their guns at me. And this is the point where I thought, I'm going to die today. I'm Becky Bruce. 
I spent a year working on Hope in Darkness, which now has more than 2 million downloads. Find it on kslpodcast.com or wherever you listen to podcasts. Right now, we need to go into the Spider-Verse, and I'm yes. going to need some tutoring and some hand-holding here because you got some splaining to do. Here we go. The big movie of the week is... Is... <laughs> I, I, I love that. You know, just, I, I love quick on the draw, you know, so what's that? And don't forget Paris, Paris RV, our good friends at Paris RV that are sponsoring this segment. I was getting there. Oh, I'm sorry. I thought you were moving on. Oh, no, 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 no. Okay. The big movie. The I've week. only been here 45 minutes. You've been here 45 years. Is so. sponsored by Paris RV. Make every weekend a vacation with an RV from Paris Sorry. RV. I'm over there trying to read lips with Steve, and I go, you know, I need my hearing centers, I think. <laughs> Steve's trying to communicate something to me. All right, here we go. Sound from Spider-Verse. And now, the big movie review. Doug and Steve tell you everything your family needs to know about the biggest release of the week. <laughs> okay, the biggest release of the week. I caught, I caught this yesterday. And, uh, wow, you know, it, it is amazing. But I'll tell you, you know, in and out of different places. And I love it when Spider-Man shows up and he goes, I'm in the wrong verse. You know, I'm in the wrong universe here. And so... I don't know. I'm going to let you guys explain this to me. Visually, it is just remarkable. Yeah. Well, go ahead, Andy. You're the king of the spider people. Well, this is one because it's looked forward to by so many people, and they're so careful about spoilers. Basically, you need to know the main character, Miles Morales, he uh, is back for the second movie. I like his mom a lot. Yes. She is a cool, cool character. She's a nurse. Uh, I think she's Puerto Rican. And yeah. then his dad's black. And he they grew up in Brooklyn. He's Spider-Man since the events of the last Spider-Man movie. Uh, but this time we get to see a little bit more about the uh, Spider-Gwen, the Gwen Stacy, the one right. who wears the white in the, in the hoodie. Right. Uh, we get to see her world where she got bit by the radioactive spider instead of Peter Parker. And so she's the Spider-Man for her world. And this is a place where you have every universe has a different Spider-Man on it with kind of a different style or flavor. You've got one who, who's a black lady who rides a motorcycle. Right. You've got one who's uh, Latino, and he's from the year 2099. Well, what's the deal with all the spider people? I mean, there are herds of them, you know, crawling yes. up businesses. Well, I mean, that's going to get into a little bit of spoiler territory, but essentially... Not uh, for Doug. Well, Not for me. Everything's new to me every week. <laughs> well, but they're, so all the spider people work together because every world needs a Spider-Man. I see. And okay. what I thought was great about the movie, now, again, I'm speaking from the big fan perspective. There was so many Easter eggs, and I caught lots, but I bet I didn't even catch all of them. That was fun. Yeah. Um, you don't have to necessarily know it. Uh, there, there was one, I don't know if you know, Andy Samberg voiced one. That was the one who was overly dramatic. Oh, my feelings. I'm yeah. still feeling them. They're so bad. Yeah. Um, but you have all these different characters that you, you can recognize them and kind of get a, a, a satisfied chuckle. Or you can just be like, okay, that's a Spider-Man who looks like that and has this weird, there's a spider cat. Yeah. That was boy, the first time I'd ever seen that one. Boy, the voice characters in here yeah, Haley are Steinfeld. just remarkable. Absolutely remarkable. So what'd you give it? Andy? Oh, I gave it for for fans, because that's really how you have to watch it. I, it's like five out of four for fans. Uh, Non-fans, it's. I, I feel like they're going to be a lot like you, Doug. They're going to be like, that was really cool looking. I'm not sure if I got everything that was going on. Right, right. And so I, I put it in the three out of four for the non-super fans. So Steve, what did you think of it? 
Well, I, I am not, you know, the, the Andy, and I'm not the you. I'm kind of this person who's seen the other spider. You're not fully informed nor clueless? Is exactly, that what yeah. I'm kind of in that middle yeah. range. And having seen the first one and all the other Spider-Man movies, I really, I was blown away by this. One, because Lord and Miller, the two guys that put this together, I mean, it, it's not like they're you know, suddenly figured out how to make these movies. They've been making these kind of movies forever, and they're all good. Uh, the Lego movie and those yeah. like that. I just thought, wow, they have upped their game here to a level. I mean, every world that we see has a different, like, graphics look to it. That had to be the people that put the visual effects together. If they don't win an Academy Award for this... There's no such thing. I like the comic book factor. You know, they'll yeah. slap down a comic yeah. book and follow a storyline. And then also when they get a close-up, you can see the comic book print in their face. Yes. I love that. But the other thing I liked was that the main characters were actually, there was depth to them. The right. dad, the mom, right. uh, Morales, uh, and what's her name? Uh, Gwen. Gwen. I mean, they all had deep storylines, each involved, you know, family and other things. I thought, man, this is. So what's the great? I, I can't. Not give this an A. An A. Okay. Yeah. So we're getting an A on the Geek Squad. Oh, and it's like an A plus. And an A from Oh, Steve. you're going to outdo my A. Okay. Well, no, for the on the Geek side. Yeah. Well, geek uh, yeah, side. I think. All right. Well, for hey, me, I was just blown away. I'm going to bow to the experts on this one. So there you have it. It's the big movie of the week showing everywhere. And it's PG. And it's PG. Uh, PG-13. Oh, 13. Okay. PG-13. It's Doug's 45th anniversary at KSL. Yeah, uh, he's been real flaky lately. A very special movie show today on KSL News Radio. You know, if you told me that, uh, you know, the final gig on KSL would be a movie show, I would have went, really? Why? Well, <laughs> but it's, You're being it's, punished. it's been amazing, you know, since 1985, oh, the movie show. The black and white era. Been, <laughs> On the air. And you've been here for the better chunk of that. Whoa, whoa, back up there. You know? Oh, I came way later. Yeah. Yeah. 97. 97. Yeah, it was Chris Hicks, and then it was Don Porter. And then we had a smattering of of great folks that kind of came in and out. Through the Spider-Verse. Yeah, through the Spider-Verse, like Mary Dixon and so on. and uh, Melinda Church. Church Michael Reagan. Yeah, Michael Reagan, of course. You know, he was our official geek at the time when almost all of the input that came into the movie show from the listeners was, is this not on video yet? And they had finally, to go through the books. I know, we'd go through the great big video hound books and all of the ancient, ancient, you know, software. Of course, Michael knew all this. But Michael, that was the great thing, you know. He was working at Media Play at the time. Kind of a savant. And he was. He was amazing. He'd just come on and go, oh, yeah, we're expecting that to be out next week. And no, that that hasn't been out yet. And some of them never have been out, like Song of the South, unless you have a pirated copy with Japanese subtitles. Huh? Wow. Which I do. <laughs> Was it oddly specific? <laughs> yeah, that's right. Oh, we used to uh, whine about what Mr. No, Sparky's, no. No, uh, uh, Stumpy. Uh, what, Christmas Kringle. S- S- oh, yeah, what was it? And Stubby Pringle's Christmas. That's it. There we go. Stumpy. <laughs> he was another guy. He was in a John Wayne movie. Stumpy Stubby. Pringle. <laughs> yeah, that's right. And I think it's time for a little movie news. Here we go. Not just any news. Stop what you're doing and listen. Movie news. Action! 
on the KSL Movie Show. Hey, by the way, if you want to be on the inside of the movie show, the in crowd, you need to become part of the movie show club by texting the word movie to the Cypress Credit Union KSL text line at 57500. Automatically, in the twinkling of an eye, you will become a cool kid. There's no vetting or anything? Well, if they want to send, you know, cash... (laughs) It's or, I was thinking character, but no, you can take them. Or money. donuts. Today's National Donut Day. Where are our donuts? I don't know. Did you see that the one place down on State Street is like in the top 20, 26 out of 100 of the best donut shops in America? Is that the one on 27th and State? Yeah. That is a cool little place. You go in it's there. It's number 26. They are there. And, and in we, the nation. And we are blessed. And then if you go up the road on 7th East to Ooh. Banbury. Yeah, and, I couldn't oh, believe Banbury was on, on that on. list. Wow. Kind of surprised me. Yeah, and my, but, you know, not, not that it's National Donut Day and we're sitting here with no donuts. Chewing on our thumbnails. <laughs> is that what happened to that thumb? <laughs> it's half gone. Exactly. Okay. Now, we need to... Uh, <laughs> Do some stories regarding oh, the yeah. news. And so here's this one. Devon Sawa wants to. Who? Devon Sawa. Okay. I can live with that. Is that all right? Yeah, no, I just thought you blew up past it like you didn't I know his name. I say it with a plum. Well, say it with a strawberry. With <laughs> you are so weird. <laughs> but he wants to take the place of, uh, of Robert England. As Freddy Krueger. Oh. And uh, England announced that he would not reprise the role, and so now everybody's kind of scrambling around. Because he's actually starting to look like Sawa <laughs> said. <laughs> no makeup here, sir. Uh, you know, <laughs> just because he has a drill bit coming out of his chest, you know. So anyway, um, th- Sawa said, I would love to follow in the footsteps and play Freddy whenever Warner Brothers Pictures decides to reawaken the nightmare. Now, Sawa, he's had a lot of experience in this uh, genre. Hmm. Of course, no stranger to horror. Final Destination, recurring role in The Resurrection of Chucky. I'm sure that's one of your favorites. (laughs) And I'm sure you could tell us all about that. But uh, England said, now I've already made the choice for who should take on the role next. Well, it's not his choice. And it should be, you're missing the punchline. Who? Kevin Bacon. Yeah, right. Exactly. See, we were going into pretty. Too pretty. He said, I know he respects the genre, and he's a fine physical actor, and I'm sure Kevin is just going, yeah, I'd like to play Freddy Krueger. Okay. What, Lawrence of Olivier wasn't available? I mean, come on. Well, release the Kraken. Ooh, yeah. Remember the lousy last movie for, ooh. That is tough to do. Even some of the greatest stars in the world. And the stinker. Once Releasing the Kraken, yeah. Okay. Orson Welles' final one was the animated Transformers oh. movie from oh, 1986. You know, Orson Welles, you know, I guess when you start off yeah. with Citizen He's like Kane, M. Night Shyamalan. Where do, where do you go? Where do you go from there? Yeah. yeah. Okay, what do you got, Steve? Dwayne Johnson. I don't know if you've heard of him. I've heard Did of I that say guy. It right, wasn't, he, wasn't he a wrestler Johnson. or something? He says based I on him the, wearing a tutu once. Shh, shh. Based on the reaction of his cameo in Fast 10... Fast X. No, that's a medication. <laughs> Only for you. His character. There is no cure for we, Steve. Sh- His character, Luke Hobbs, will return to the Fast and Furious franchise in an in-betweener movie. In-betweener? Setting up Fast 10 Part 2. Uh-huh. He and Vin Diesel have set aside their differences uh-huh. with the idea that 
It's the audience. That well, that counts. was kind of a little surprise factor, and again, I shan't give away too much. But I, I was queried by my daughter-in-law. Well, what was that? Uh, you know? and I said, "Well, you know, yeah, they've kissed and made up. Yeah, okay. so he's going to do the tweener movie right. between that and the next. Fest. They had to. He, Luke Hobbs became way too big of a character in that yeah. franchise for him just not to be there. Anymore. Yeah, there's no way based on the reaction of the people going, "Oh, there's a shot of what's his face at the end." No. Yeah, exactly. DreamWorks. They're working on something, and I tell you, I'm approaching this with fear and trepidation because I loved the How to Train Your Dragons movies. Oh, yeah, yeah. And like Disney and so many others, everybody's redoing their old animated classics into live action. Live action. And we saw that last week, The Little Mermaid, and it's a, it's a, it's a good movie and so on. But you just go, wow, oh, I don't know, How to Train Your Dragon, that was so magical. So it'll be interesting to see what actually happens on this. And for now, it's unknown if the uh, new version will be a continuation of the original story or simply an adaptation of the plot that has already become popular in the animated, uh, you know, in the format of animation. But, you know, it's interesting uh, because apparently they do have the stars, uh, Nico Parker, uh, and let's see, who else was it? Uh, Mason, is it Thames, as in the river, or Thames? I'm not sure, I'm but not I sure know who either. he is. He's the yeah. kid from, uh, what was he in? From The Last of Us. Yes, The Last. No, no. no. Yeah, th- he is from the Black Phones. Oh, Black Phone. Yeah, Black yeah, Phone. Yeah, he was the kid that was stuck in the basement. But they've been, uh, they've been you cast didn't see as. It. What are you talking about? They've been cast nope. as, as Hiccup and Astrid. Oh, man. Okay, so okay. I don't know. I, I don't know. Yeah. I mean, how do you, how do you capture. You know, the, the feel of that movie. It's and, tougher than you think. And I think yeah. Disney's trying so hard, and they're just quite not... Eh. Anyway. You know, Jay Baruchel, who voiced Hiccup in the movie, He'd was be in perfect. FUBAR. Well, he was in FUBAR yeah. with Schwarzenegger, the one that came out last week. And it's so hard to look at his face and hear Hiccup. <laughs> it just is. Plus, he's way too old for that now. So he What could. have you got here, Steve? Ryan Gosling. Ryan Gosling. I've heard of him. He was told, get this, in a recent interview, he that... The Notebook director, Nick Cassavetes, said the reason he was perfect for the role was that he had no natural leading man qualities. <laughs> well, that's a good thing to put on the resume. Can you imagine? Yeah. Talk about having to have a thick skin for an audition for roles. But more recently, this is what really cracked me up. Gosling is taking grief for being too old, someone said, to play Ken in the Barbie movie. Oh, my goodness. I mean, come on. His response was... Like you ever thought about Ken before this? <laughs> he didn't yeah. even have a job that we know of. If you can really, if you really ever cared about Ken, you'd know that nobody cared about Ken. Your hypocrisy has been exposed. I never cared about Ken. I didn't either. Didn't give him a second thought. I always, when my sister would play with the Barbies, I'd always introduce like GI Joe. Man, this is the guy you should be going out with. Or not Godzilla. This just bring in Godzilla and do some stomping. The only Ken date. I ever cared about was the Michael Keaton Ken in the Toy Story movies. Yeah. That guy was hilarious. That was funny. That was That's funny. True. Jackie Chan is teaming up with Fast 10 X-Star, the professional wrestler. John, is it Cena or Senna? It's Cena. Cena. Okay. John Cena, in the, uh, the first trailer has been released for Hidden Strike now, and that follows Chan and Cena, the two ex-Special Forces soldiers. They're escorting a group of citizens along Baghdad's Highway of Death safely into the green zone. And the filming, boy, this has had a, a rugged thing. The filming got underway in China, 
uh, quite a while ago, I think 2018. Then the relationship between the U.S. and China over trade issues caused all kinds of grief. It wrapped toward the end of uh, that year. But uh, apparently, <laughs> nor nobody really spoke to the movie much because everything was just kind of hanging on a thread. Things got worse for Hidden Strike when the COVID pandemic hit. It's been six years in the making now. And Hidden Strike has yet to have a release date, but is coming soon. And I love Jackie Chan, so I'm looking forward to it. But you know, well, John Cena plays one of the Ken dolls in this new bar, but there are several Kens apparently. Multiple. And Gosling says, if you don't universe? like my Ken, you can go play with somebody else's Ken. This is the Ken verse. Well, yeah, you know, they no, have the they had a bunch verse. of yeah, it's Let's Barbies, Barbie a million verse. Barbies, and a million Kens. Sounds kind of sexist to me. Well, if they both have the same number, I guess not. I don't know. Okay. Well, on that note. By the way, if you haven't seen the trailer for the new Ken or the new Barbie, it is hilarious. Yeah, I saw the first one. I don't think I've seen the second one. It it she goes into the real world. And oh yeah. It is. My daughter says, "Dad, if you're taking anybody, you're taking me." And then Michael mm-hmm. Reagan called right after that. He goes, "I want to go see." I want to like, go. Sorry. Sorry, Michael. It's already been asked for. Yeah. He yeah. can be my plus one. <laughs> Sure Actually, you? I have daughters. I better not make you that promise. I was going to go. Can we get a photo of that? <laughs> 45 years. I mean, uh, he's a junkyard dog, man. And smart. I wish him the best of luck. We love you, Doug. From all your friends at KSL News Radio. Gosh, this is amazing. Can you imagine what this cost to get the big time announcer to say nice things about me? That's first why we of don't all, have any donuts today. First of all, there's the regular talent fee. And then he goes, but this is about Doug. This is going to cost you a whole lot more. It was the rest of the budget from June to the end of the year. Yeah, well, so that tw- should be fun. Twenty-seven dollars. <laughs> wow. Hey, no, seriously, uh, that's that's very nice. A special feature on today's movie show, celebrating Doug Wright's forty-fifth anniversary at KSL. Doug, this is your life. This is your life. The program for all America, brought to you by Gentle Joy. The dishwashing liquid that gentles your hands. <laughs> the liquid that's made to be mild three times a day. And Liquid Prell, the shampoo that's extra rich <laughs> to drench your hair in luxury. This is your life, Doug Wright, on the KSL Movie Show. Oh, my goodness. Oh, that was <laughs> this, this is, I, I can't remember the name of the guy that hosted This Is My Life. What, what was oh. his name? But he, he would always come out Not with. Ralph something. Was it? Ra- yeah. Ralph Emery? Ralph Emery. No. No, no, it wasn't Ralph no, Emery. No, Ralph Emery was a great... Yeah, he was, he was a radio. He was the great radio guy. Yeah. You know, we, as a matter of fact, we used to play his uh, uh, syndicated show. I have his show tapes. KDYL in Tooele. You know, when I, I started hearing some rumblings that maybe there would be a special guest today on the show by the name of Don Weiniger, I, and I went, oh my goodness, the Weiniger family uh, out at KDYL in Tooele. While I was in high school... I actually started at KUER at the University of Utah just on a volunteer basis. And they right. basically tolerated a couple of us high school kids up there going, oh, geez, give us a break. And then I remember I was 16 years old. And I thought, man, I, I... so I went around to some of the stations in Salt Lake. And I finally went out to Tooele, where my dad's family was from. And I went into, I went up these stairs in a building on the corner of Vine and Main Street. And I think the the person's name was Don. Was it Don Don Hall? Don Hall. Don Hall. Wow. And I I said, hi, I want a job. (laughs) And he goes, 
you're hired. <laughs> and I thought, wow, this is either my day or this is going to be really interesting. And I'll tell you, that started an odyssey that was amazing with your dad, your entire family, Don, and what I was able to do and learn at KDYL 990 Tooele was just amazing. Thank you for being here. Ralph Edwards. Ralph that Edwards. That was it. Ralph Edwards. So, And you've got the book you're, here. You're very welcome. And so um, the way that this all started, Dad passed away about two and a half years ago. And I've been going through all of the documents. And they had a habit of keeping everything. Oh, yeah. yeah. And as I was going through it, I came across this. Speaking of the job, he bought the radio station out there on a whim. Yeah. He was at a Chamber of Commerce meeting one night, and the guy who owned the station said, I'm just, I can't do everything. He was doing other things. And he said, if someone offered me a dollar, I'll buy the station. And so he bought it. The next day, he owned the radio station. They've worked it out. And then he was called away to Oregon for the job that he had up there. And we were right. up there for two years. And so he was new to radio, too. And they needed something. But I found uh, several things, including some of your paychecks. <laughs> Signed by you, yeah, yeah, and the original schedule that showed your shift at the station. Uh, some Did, logs that are that signed on, by you. Stone or is that? No, paper? it's not on stone. But <laughs> but they had they the original station was KTUT, and so I found some letterhead for that. And then they bought the KDYL letters right. from KSL, um, and just in the, in the course of going through all of this stuff. One time years ago, we both collect mining items. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we're, we're passionate. We, we have uh, another connection, not just radio. Yeah, we have another connection. Yeah. And you were kind enough when I first started collecting to give me a color photocopy of the Eagle and Bluebell mine that I had built that model of. Yeah. I found one of my own. And so this is my chance to repay that oh, and heavens. give you a little bit of a scrapbook here with some of the things that I found, including paychecks that are boldly signed Doug Paul Wright. And my grandmother used to call you Doug Paul Wright every she time she all three all three names. Your grandmother, it was a family affair, it really was. And you guys made me feel like, you know, part of the family with your siblings, you know, yep. your sisters were just amazing. Your mom and dad, of course, and but your grandma, didn't she work at the Paris company? She did. She worked at the Paris until and the Paris was no more, and then she went to ZCMI downtown. She yeah. was so, well, everybody was just wonderful, and it was like I'd kind of worked my way into a family. But your grandma was something extra, extra special. She was. She yeah. always loved you, and she just, you know, uh, just, the same thing. You were part of the family. Yeah, it was so interesting because you'd walk up those old stairs, and then if you turned to the left, we used to call her Twinkle Toes. Yep. It was a, a dance studio. Yep. And then if you turn to the right, it was KDYL. And, yeah. And I went in, and one of the first weekends that uh, I, I ever worked, they still had the country jamboree on. And your dad was still up in Oregon. I hadn't even ever met your father or anybody really in your family. It was yeah. just Don that, that I knew. And I, I had talked to your dad on the, on the phone. But I remember it was so much fun. We had... People, it was a live performance. It was like our little mini Tooele Grand Old Opry. Yeah. And it was so much fun. And then Lucky Chamberlain would come in and yeah. do, do part of the stuff, too. And, yep. And it was, it was just, it was a small town station. It was a family run. It was a family operation. I mean, my first job was downstairs in the hobby house, yep. cleaning fish tanks and taking out the trash and stocking the candy shelf. And upstairs, I was going through the tapes and the records as they came right. in. And doing the same thing, taking out the trash. That was my first job. So I found my first paychecks. People always well. ask me, well, what did you do at KDYL? 
And I said, well, I vacuumed the floor. I changed the Mount Olympus water bottle because there was no running water. There, yep. were, there, was, there was a toilet, fortunately, that worked. But there was, it, was, it was the Mount Olympus water bottle. Yeah. And, you know. Well, we, when he bought the station, it used to be above the theater, the Ritz Theater. And he, we owned the building there on the corner. And so he moved, moved it, it all over. It, it all got moved very yeah. quickly and built very quickly. And he did a nice job in the studio. And, you know, so it wasn't, it wasn't perfect to begin with, but it was great. Uh, it was the, the experience I had there on, on every level was remarkable, including one of the first automated systems I'd ever seen. Didn't we call it the Schaefer 800? Schaefer, yep, Schaefer 800. Yeah, the Schaefer. And we'd, we'd tur- yeah, I remember when we'd go automated, at the end we'd say, and now we turn it over to, and we, we had a first name for it. Yeah. But something Schaefer. And people thought it was the, and then, you know, we had the automated program of, uh, of Ralph Emery, who was a legendary country star. I'll never forget a conversation I had with your dad. And I said, Wendell, can, can we play a little rock and roll? And because at the time I was not, a, you guys are responsible for my love of country music. But I used to say, Wendell, we're, we're just playing Hank, 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 and Hank. <laughs> we're playing Hank Snow, Hank Lachlan, Hank Jr., Hank Sr., <laughs> Hank, uh, all of them. And, and he said, well, you know, we did a survey out at Twill Army Depot, you know, as, as yep. the men were coming out. It's true. And, and we asked, what kind of music do you want KDYL to play? And everybody said country music. But I finally did twist his arm. And he let me do a, a rock and roll show on the weekend. And it was so much fun. Kids from, from Tooele High School started coming up. People that I still know and call friends to this day, yeah, you know, would come up. And it was just for, you know, several hours on, on Saturday afternoon, evening. And uh, your dad was very cool to let me do that. That was so much fun. It was. He, he, was a, he was a good man and enjoyed it. And, I mean, there's a lot of fem- memories that come to mind as we're driving, you know, or as we're sitting here talking and one of them is you always had to wait for the train to go by because oh. if you were playing records when the train came by, they were balanced good for regular stuff. But if the train came by and it vibrated, skip the record, the needle over the top of the record. I have told that story, I can't tell you how many times, because the Tooele Valley Railroad would come right down Vine Street from yep. the smelter, yep. and it would go out to the main tracks. And you really did. You could not have a record on. You could be playing a tape. You could be live. You could have the microphone open. That was all fine. But the vibration, because that's one of those classic old, you know, brick buildings. Mm-hmm. And the, the, the train was probably, what, maybe 50 feet away at most out in the middle of the street. And those buildings just vibrated. Yeah. And another one of the stories that Dad told, and you can correct me if this any part of this is wrong, but you had your first FCC inspection oh. Oh my on a day when you were there alone. A weekend. A weekend. Yeah. And that's, and that's the key. That's the key. and yeah. I remember the guy's name, Don Wyatt. Don Wyatt. Don Wyatt. He was over the FCC of this area out of Denver, and we got and a surprise attack. We got a surprise attack, and they had done the station ID. Uh, you know, Dad had put them together, and it was, it was KDYL, home of the country gentleman, 990 AM. And that was illegal. You had to have KDYL. KDYL and the call or the the frequency yeah. immediately afterward you yeah. could not have something in between so when he got done with the inspection he had talked to dad and i guess according to dad's story dad called you and had you re-record yep. the station id and the next time it played it was correct and he said that has been changed yep exactly and, <laughs> and i'll tell you too 
because your dad at the time was an absentee owner. I mean, he hadn't yeah. been down. And, you know, we were having a few little uh, technical problems, too. And, you know, we used to have to take the meter readings every half hour. Yes. And, uh, you know, you had to have a third-class radio telephone license with the endorsement on it. Yeah, you can see there it. Right it is, there it right is, right there. there. <laughs> and, and I can remember that we, we were a little out of kilter. <laughs> yeah. So I was over there. And I'll never forget, it was like Broderick Crawford. You remember that in, in mm-hmm. the, the Highway Patrol? You know, he'd just come up, flash his bag. Don Wyatt came up. It was a weekend. I was the only person there. He goes, Don Wyatt, FCC. And I, I just about had a heart attack. <laughs> and he went over and looked at the logs, and he goes, well, these readings are, you know, and, and then, he, you know. And your dad developed such a great relationship with him, and he could tell that your, your dad was trying to work this out and everything else, and plus he came in on a weekend. Yeah. And apparently there's something in the FCC rules about, you know, it had to be business hours. Business hours. <laughs> there, were, there was an alignment of the stars where your dad worked that out. We did not get fined. I think we got a warning. <laughs> we got the warning ticket. We did not get fined. And your dad developed such a great relationship because we were a daytime station. Yeah. You had to sign off. And we broadcast the uh, the Buffalo games out of Tooele High yep, School. Yes, Tooele High School. And there was some big, big game, and it was going to take us just slightly after the uh, the sun went down. Yep. And I remember your dad called Don Wyatt, and because of the great relationship that they had, he said, finish the game. Yeah. So we finished the game, and then we signed off. He, he worked hard to have good relationships yeah. with everybody oh. on that type of stuff. But what, a, what a great uh, walk down memory anyway. lane. And, but, I've, you know, I've often said that in order to be able to work at KDYL in Tooele, I needed to also work at Nigrin's Market so yes. I could afford the gas. <laughs> and so my paycheck here, I, I wonder what this $10 was. I'm not quite sure what that was. But this was my monthly paycheck from March of 1969 for $122.90. Yes. I was overpaid. <laughs> 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 Back then, possibly. Right now, no, absolutely not. But, oh, Don, hey, this, th- this is so much fun. Thank you for the letterhead. Thank you for the interesting things, the transmitter log that I remember with infamy. And uh, this is great. Board shifts. Oh, what a, what a bunch of great memories. You are very welcome. Don, thanks so much. You're welcome, sir. Give my best to your mom and the family. And I will. Boy, I'll tell you, and, and your grandma, she is, she is a very fond memory for me. Very good. Yes. Your sisters were like my sisters. Yep. Yeah, they were amazing. Just Very amazing. Much. All right. Don thank Weiniger, you. thank you so much. And thank you for bringing Shauna with us as yes. well. Your wife, Shauna, over there? Yes. And uh, we're going to have to not only reminisce about radio sometime, but off the air we'll, we'll talk a little serious mining. There you go. All right. Don Weiniger with us here. At, you know, the other thing, too, there's a little connection, too, And I, before we, we let you go. Your dad had a great relationship with Joe Care from ksl yes and i can remember he'd call joe if there was an issue and joe would walk him through something because your dad was brand new to broadcasting and i remember uh you know your dad had a good rela- your dad had some great relationships but uh you know not only did they benefit from him but he had the benefit of being able to tap into their knowledge yes uh, i remember your dad calling uh joe care and i didn't even know who he was at the time he was the general manager of ksl I would ask him questions occasionally because I think they knew each other from Bountiful. Yeah, they they, they did. There was a, there was a time where there was a very serious accident that Mom and some of my siblings were involved in, and Dad was down at Lake Powell on a business 
thing, and the weather was just horrible, but he had called him at one time to see if the helicopter could come down and pick him up and get him back here because yeah. we didn't know if my brother was going to survive that night or not. Yeah. But So, yeah, he had he had, he had built good relationships with a lot yeah. of different people, and um, it oh, paid off great. for you and everybody else. For me, yeah. it was wonderful. And, boy, small-town radio. Small-town radio is something amazing. to behold. And it's almost now something of the past. Yeah. Uh, there's still a few people, like Doug Barton, you know, who still does yep. it and does it well, but nowhere near as many as there should be. No. Don, thanks again. You're welcome. Thank Don, you. Don Weiniger with us. 45 years on KSL, 55 years in broadcasting. I never could get a real job. You know what's staggering to me is your detail of memory on this stuff. I mean, that was a long time ago. Who are you? What's I know. Your, what's yeah. your, you know, I don't that, know what I had for breakfast. Isn't that amazing? You can remember stuff, you know, like from March of 1969, and I go, what did I do yesterday? Yeah. It's crazy. Amazing. Well, what a uh, – that's pretty cool. Interesting walk down. I'm not going to mock any Oh, of I, did, I didn't ask. The, you know, the, there was that weird country song that we played about the large mar- – it wasn't Large Marge that was made fun of by Pee Wee Herman. But remember that great big picture as you walked down the stairs, you saw this – Fat Fanny. Fat Fanny. <laughs> Fat Fanny. See, we were a classy group down. But we was, were. There was a record called Fat Fanny. There and, was. And I think it was, wasn't it a fan of the station that made that for us? Yeah, it was, it was a fan of the station, and it, it hung there forever. Ever. And then at some point, and I don't know where it ended up, someone either painted over it or it got taken <laughs> down, but it disappeared. And that's one of the things that we never have been able to find. I'm, I'm so glad he was here because I have I've tried to... Boot up that name, and I always think of Large Marge. Nope, because of you know the the old country song, and then Pee Wee Herman. But it was Fat Fat Fanny. <laughs> Thank heaven, I now have that boot. See, that's something. Well, I that's forgot. opened some doors. Thank you. Yeah, that. Oh, <laughs> look at Steve going, and I have <laughs> four more weeks to rub that in. Happy KSL anniversary, Doug. You're wearing tuxedos to a job that requires you to clean bathrooms. Please leave this office. Do we get any sort of souvenir? Congratulations, Doug, from everyone at KSL News Radio. <laughs> well, what an interesting walk down memory lane with the Weiniger family, Don Weiniger. It sounds like you had a rich history with them. Oh, That's you know, so cool. it you, honestly, you could make a sitcom and, you know, a, a real interesting movie out of what goes on or went on in a small town radio station and sadly they're becoming few and far between but that was it was a wonderful time it was a wonderful time all right let's quickly talk about uh, maybe one of the little littler movies out yeah, there steven yeah this one is easy which one should we do uh, a beautiful life a beautiful life do we have sound on that uh, probably not it's danish although okay. they sing in english oh, oh we okay. got it here we go all my mistakes stealing me straight into you would you translate that for me, Steve? Uh, no. Uh, this is Christopher. Christopher. He is a big deal in Denmark. Sort okay. of, I, I would guess, like an Elvis. And so he made a movie like an Elvis. Well, See, they've maybe heard Elvis. Of Elvis is, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, Christopher yeah. is no I haven't heard of Christopher. And his songs are all kind of the same. You know, they, <laughs> it's kind of like not listening to Brett because they had great songs too. But it, he has that same melodic sort of voice and uh, they all sounded the same to me. But anyway, it's a cute story about him. He's a fisherman, fisherman uh, you know, but he plays guitar at night, you know, with okay. the little clubs and whatnot. So uh, he, this young woman who, I mean, the whole thing is just so set up. They're like, well, I listened to you the other night, and I just happen to have this friend who's a producer. I bet you two could get together and make a record, and, you know, she's really cute, and blah, blah, blah. 
it, it's just a it's a cute little movie. It's on Netflix. I I just it's yeah, it is what it is. It's like Muzak almost. It's yes. just it's just you hear it. You, I mean, he is a beautiful voice, but you know, like some of the early Elvis movies, like Clambake. Oh, you know, weren't they terrible? Like, I, that one is so bad, I actually like Clambake. Yeah. They're, they're fun to sit with. You don't want to watch them alone because you can't mock it or laugh out loud and have somebody else appreciate how bad it really is. <laughs> Those movies are terrible. I know. And this is not that, but it's, you know, he, he's a really big star in another genre, and okay. they made a movie with him. So it's so fun. we went from Spider-Man across the Spider-Verse to A Beautiful Life. Yeah, and I gave it a B- because I was being generous. I okay. Just, it was Are you rethinking sweet. that grade? No. And I think it's TV 14. It's on Netflix. Okay, on Netflix. But we're going to talk about Netflix in in our uh, streaming news. Are they after you? No, no, but they're they're after a lot of people. But but this is even different. The problem they're having, especially over in the U.K., so we'll we'll talk about that. That's coming up. Not screaming. Planning on a weekend on the couch? Streaming your favorite movie or a new show? Doug and Steve sort through it all so you only binge the best. It's the movie show streaming reviews on KSL News Radio. Okay, She-Hulk Attorney at Law. We don't know when it's going to actually appear, but it has placement now in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. This, this whole story, the, I mean, just, you know, single-spaced, whole one-page story. I love her so much. Is all about not She-Hulk necessarily, not the release date, but where it will be placed in the cinematic universe of MC. So, apparently, those who have really worked at this, and the book, the timeline book published is going to be out, but She-Hulk, Attorney at Law, is set between 2024 and 2025. We're getting crib notes. What are you getting in crib notes? Uh, the She-Hulk already happened. It was a series from last year, but nobody knew when it fell in the actual timeline. So I didn't know. Oh. She-Hulk, oh. the series. So Attorney there's not going to be another see, second season? As far no. as I know, they haven't set see, a second season See, that's what I thought they were yet. talking about. Yeah, no, they were just saying where season one else? falls. Oh, okay. All right. So I wish we had more news like can that. Can I write him a I enjoyed note? the series. But oh, everybody, I love that series. That was everybody's hysterical. been talking about this. And so the uh, book itself will be released in October. And this, you know, basically has nailed it down. A lot of people are leaning to 2025, not 2024. But it could be either way. So the book's release will clarify the exact dates of She-Hulk Attorney at Law and uh, where that appears in the MCU. So are we not getting a season two? I hadn't heard anything official on season two. I don't know. This is that batch of stuff that Marvel's like, have we put out too much stuff? This is one where they were trying to decide if this was the too much stuff or this was the stuff that they should keep going with. I I loved it. I thought her interaction with the Daredevil. Yes. Well, I remember you liked it a lot. Brilliant. Oh, I and I like Jamila fantastic. Jamil as the bad girl. Yes, yeah. yes, yes, yes. But are you relieved to know that it's now taking place apparently 2024, 2025? <laughs> Did yes, you figure that helpful. out? Well, yeah. I I actually stopped keeping track of the timeline. Yeah, I know. That's, <laughs> There's so many crazy. things. I don't know where it takes place. I know. All right, you ready for this? Well, I don't know. Am I? A, a year and a half ago, I told you about a show that was on a little thing called Spectrum. And it was about a game warden in Montana. Oh, Joe Pickett. Joe Pickett. Yeah. Remember how C.J. What was his name? They have the first C.J. Box was livid. Yeah, he didn't like it. Hated it. Yeah. So, season two. Is it rebooting? Starts 
Sunday. This Sunday? Yes. Wow. Happy birthday. Now, have they changed the cast? No. It's the same group. It, every Right down the line to the old sheriff. Yeah. The uh, crazy people, the rich people that live nearby. Sure. This one, he's out and he's found like three different murders out in the... Yeah. It's the same dude and his wife. They're, they're all there. So I thought, wow. I thought, over his dead body, are you going to make another one of these? Well... Well, apparently that dead body got paid. Well, I actually liked the series. And, you know, I I wasn't in love with the guy, but he he grew on me a little bit. You know, who played uh, – that isn't the way, as as my son would say, you know, about uh, Harry Potter. Well, I've got them just perfectly in my head. Right. Well, he wasn't the perfect guy that I had in my head, but he he grew on me. Well, same with Jason, you know, Bourne. Well, you know, Matt Damon is Jason Bourne. I went, are you kidding me? But, boy, he really grew up. Exactly. So yeah, I thought he did. Well, that's good. Joe Pickett starts Sunday. Uh, and good. this will be, it's moved to Paramount Plus. You know, by the way, if you do the Longmire series, hmm. which is the sheriff in Absaroka County, yeah. and then if you do <laughs> Joe Pickett, who is the game warden in district whatever it is, they have more murders and deaths per capita than <laughs> Kandahar. I mean, it's like... They got their own train station. Pretty soon, Wyoming's going to have to put up a green zone, you know, so people can flee and be safe. You can't be murdered here. Yeah. Well, actually, we know where you can be murdered and not be charged for it. And it's that special place in the Yellowstone. It's kind of no man's land between Idaho and Wyoming. There's actually a t-shirt. And Yellowstone, yeah. It says, take me on a ride to the train station. (laughs) Well, not only that, this is like a real thing. Oh, uh Oh, and, you and that's kind of what the the thing from uh, from Yellowstone is based on. Oh. There is this interesting kind of no man's land. There's a lot of legal technicalities because it's part of the park, but not but yet in this jurisdiction, that jurisdiction, and several of the plots of uh, of C.J. Box have been about that. Oh, no kidding. Yeah. Okay. Meanwhile, back of the ranch, Netflix. Okay, Netflix is threatening to pull some of its shows in the U.K. due to streamer regulations by the country they are currently trying to pass a law called the media bill that would require the uh the content on a streaming service to maintain now explain this to me impartiality toward current events are you Ooh. kidding me? Sounds yeah, like a political heavy hand. That's exactly what everybody's doing. They're going, ooh, and Netflix is going, ooh. You know, if if you're going to play that game, we, we won't. We don't want to play. We, we won't play. We won't show this stuff. And uh, the regulatory company, Ofcom, monitors streamers like Netflix, finding them, get this, 250,000 pounds which is the equivalent of $310,000 for content deemed harmful. What could possibly go wrong in this scenario? Yeah, that's... You know, I, I read this, and I actually read it twice, and I, I thought... I can't believe that's Great Britain. I know. And Netflix had to say, the range and variety of Netflix content generally considered a strength of our offering in terms of maximizing choice for British viewers could equally become a potential source of risk from a compliance perspective if it fell within Ofcom's remit. Without considerably greater clarity around the scope of this application, basically they're saying we're not playing. I wouldn't. I wouldn't either. And I... Man, that that's getting into real sketchy territory. Yeah. You know, censorship, exactly. everything else, penalizing political viewpoints, whatever. Yeah. Don't you have the choice to which thing you watch on Netflix? I mean, 
Oh, yeah. I mean, if you don't want to watch it, don't watch it. Right. I mean, it's not like if the pre-roll comes on and you don't like it, then you can sue Netflix. Yeah. Imagine what they would do with White House plumbers. (laughs) They might like it over there. Yeah, they probably would. Yeah, you never know. I mean. So last week when we met with Kevin, he asked us about Mrs. Davis. Yes. I went and finished it. Oh, you did? I did. And it's whacked. I mean, it is completely bonkers. But that last two or three episodes actually worked. The whole idea of AI making a deal with a human being, and if that human being actually fulfills that obligation, what's the responsibility of the AI? It really kind of blew my mind, but it's the ending is much. I mean, it's still good all the way through, and it's very funny. Maybe I the quit second halfway. Half. I quit through the after the fourth episode. I would say keep going. Hmm. It's still got some wackiness, but. It's worth it. So just get into the morality, Mrs. Davis, and the promises of an AI. Kind of, in wow. the idea that this AI is trying to make it life better for people, and that's its whole purpose, yeah. and that's its mission. But when you start looking at it, you're like, well, by doing that, you're also taking away free will, and for them to choose whether or not they want to do the right thing or whatever. So I mean, it gets into some really interesting stuff. We haven't talked about this, have we yet? Brie Larson switching out of her superhero suit. No, we haven't. She's going to be in the show. Because this is going to be interesting. It's called Lessons in Chemistry. It's an ambitious yet embattled scientist from the 1950s who's, you know, in that era where the best thing a woman can do is vacuum in pearls like Donna Reed did, you know, and be waiting for Ward to come home and take care of Wally and the beaver with, you know, the the cookies. Well, apparently, and this sounds really interesting because, first of all, Lessons in Chemistry, it'll uh, release uh, two episodes October 13th, and then the subsequent episodes will follow every Friday through November 24th. It's based on a book of the same name by, I think it's Bonnie Garmus, and it's a period drama miniseries. And this is an era, as we've already alluded to, that does not cater to women and ambition of women. Oh, so it's set back in a... Yeah, in the 1950s. So she's an up-and-coming chemist, dreams of becoming a superb scientist, but finds herself stifled by the ever-present patriarchy around her that traditionally doesn't permit women to pursue such a career. That sounds interesting. And I read it's October, right? Yeah, yeah. I, I, I mentioned that it drops October 13th. Oh, okay. October and 13th. then it continues on every Friday through November 24th. I really, I really like Brie Larson. And I think, oh, I think she's magnificent. And, and I think it's fun to see somebody kind of step out. It's interesting to see kind of a more traditional actor like a Robert Redford or somebody step into the universe. Mm -hmm. And sometimes it's really interesting, somebody that we kind of got to know in the universe, although they've certainly had a pre-life, but that's where we really got to know them, and then they step out of the universe. Right. It's really interesting. Oh, she's a great actress, too. She'll pull it off. Kim Cattrall. I know her. Returning for a cameo. Really? In in the season two of And Just Like That. Oh, wow. Remember how they got in a big fight and her and... uh, Oh, Carrie. Carrie, yeah. What's her name? In the show or out of the show? Out of the show. Sarah Jessica Parker. Sarah Jessica Parker. they like, no way in heck I'm going to ever do anything with those. She's in the next season. Starts June 22nd. There's a new trailer for it, and it shows Aiden and Carrie having dinner together. Uh-huh. What and happened he, to Mr. Big? He died. <laughs> Wait, did you know that? They resurrect him. No, they don't can't resurrect Don't him. look at me. 
Do they do they only kill you when you get into trouble and you're politically incorrect? And no, uh, that's probably yes. <laughs> is, that, is that why they kill you? He stays dead. Yes. Yeah, he stays dead. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, yeah, Aiden and Carrie are having dinner, and he goes, "Man, that ten years went by pretty went fast. went by pretty quick." Yeah. yeah. So they're like, "While I was in, he's exile. gone." Okay. Well, there we have it. Yeah. The streaming news. Yeah, and we're, we'll talk about Ted. I hope at some point. Oh, Ted. Lasso. And the diplomat. I want to. It's Doug's 45th anniversary at KSL. Yeah, uh, he's been real flaky lately. A very special movie show today on KSL News Radio. <laughs> the KSL text line is available for you, and when you want to join the movie show club, all you do is text movie to the Cypress Credit Union KSL text line at 57500. We are here at. Sir. In the next hour, Uh-oh. we've got a special rendition oh, of no. telephone torture. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Poor people, you just. What do you mean? Telephone all these torture. Obscure movies that no one's ever seen. It's truth in advertising. It is telephone torture. Well, it's becoming that. That's people sure. love it. What, what movie show t shirt do you most often wear? The only I, one I, had. I was a loser on the movie show uh, in black. The only one you take pride in that. I do, but yet you think that it's I'm starting to stretch a little. I'm picking on all these poor losers. No, no, I get, I get the concept. It's and just, now, oh, by the way, remember when Honest Tom brought us in the uh, the Frank album? Oh yeah, yeah. I, I pulled it up and I thought, why wow, this feels like a double album? What's it? There are two in there, and I'm sure one is for you. You're kidding? Yeah. Thank you. Well, also, where is it? You know, Twenty bucks, and it could be yours. Wow. Uh, no, honest, Tom. I I need to keep up. But I I took it home and I and I pulled it out and I went. Well, is this a double album? What? And there are two of them, so I'm sure one's yours. Oh, because well, honest you, Tom, you two, I take all that back. You two are a loser. Of course, of course. I'll take that. It's a very special edition of the KSL Movie Show, celebrating Doug Wright's 45th anniversary at KSL. Who's he? You know, squirrely-looking guy, mumbles a lot. Oh, yeah. From talk shows with Utah's biggest newsmakers <laughs> to traveling across the country and, of course, hosting the movie show, Doug's had an amazing run. He would make outrageous claims like he invented the question mark, the sort of general malaise that only the genius possess and the insane lament. Here's Doug and Steve Sales on KSL News Radio. He's that squirrely-looking guy, you know. Invented the question mark. That's what I'll be remembered for. Says he invented the question. Says he invented the question mark. It's like uh, what was it, uh, Romy and the, 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 the Michelle? Michelle and Romy when they go back and she invented the sticky note. <laughs> oh yeah. Okay. All right, ladies and gentlemen. The movie show. Let's let's review a movie here. Yeah, okay. just to, you know, one of the. Well, we should do the Boogeyman. What the Boogeyman? Let's do the Boogeyman. Here we go, Boogeyman. Katie, there's something in my room. You believe me? Don't you? There's no such thing as monsters. You need to grow up. I'm serious, Sawyer. I need to be alone. Wow. Boogeyman, you know, with all things, you know, check under the bed, check oh. in the closet. When I was a kid, you know, I would jump out away from my bed <laughs> like an idiot because I thought, well, and he's going to know, like, well, he's a smart kid. I, there's no way I could reach another three feet yeah. outside of his bed to get him. Especially when you're the boogeyman. And, you know, boogeyman, they're getting scarier and scarier and scarier. Remember well, monsters? this one has long arms, so he'd have nailed me every time. Remember monsters used to just have, you know, 
teeth and you know yeah, they got now they inside faces now they've got teeth within teeth within teeth and uh, oh man just <laughs> creepy stuff and all slimy tongues and everything wow well and the, the same, long tentacle arms oh and legs i know and it's, it's kind of like, like you know stranger things spore you know for like a four-legged spider i know weird stuff so this boogeyman Dude. is in kind of a league of his own especially compared to the old and school. i still here's the thing i don't understand why he's ticked off I don't. I don't either. And you know, it's so weird because dear old dad of, you know, we're kind of focused on these two girls, one very young and one a little older. Yeah. And their dad is a psychiatrist, and you know when this really troubled—I'll use a very kind word—troubled-looking individual shows up without an appointment. And I don't know his name, but you do. And his—he's the polka dot man from Suicide Squad. Yeah, David yeah. Dastmalkian. Oh, of course. See, there uh, it is. I, I knew that. No, <laughs> right on the tip of my slimy little tongue. Okay, so anyway, he shows up, and he just kind of insists and basically implies, if you don't help me, you know, heaven, heaven help me. And and he just walks in unannounced. And he walks into in the guy's unannounced. House. Yeah, and, and then, well, you know, at first he's in the office, and then he shows up at the house, and you go, oh, my goodness, what in the world is going on here? And what what happens would be shocking for any family. And then apparently he unleashes the boogeyman. And this, you know, it, and it's fascinating. I have to admit, Steve, I don't like movies like this usually. You know, I, I kind of go in almost with a little chip on my shoulder. Like, uh, okay, you're just going to blood and guts me here. You're just going to do all the old stereotypical stuff. This one didn't do that. No. Caught my attention. It scared me without blood and guts and suspense. Suspense. You know that's the old thing. Whether it's waiting, you know, wait until dark, or whether it's even, you know, psycho. It's what you don't see that scares you to death. And I also loved little Sawyer. She's like what, maybe nine, something like that. Yeah. And she was probably the bravest of the bunch. Oh yeah. And she would like go. You know, I got to keep this ball here because, you know, sometimes the light. Her room's all lit up. Yeah. But she was very pragmatic. Yeah. She's just like, okay, you know, let's just. When she had that ball and she'd roll it down roll the hallway. Roll it down. There's some great visual moments in this movie that I thought, wow, that was pretty well, cool. Well, and then when they go back to this guy's home. Oh, yeah. And you go, oh, man, and his wife, and oh, wow. And, you know, the the, the bottom line with, with this movie for me is that I, I got into it. I was glad I saw it. I, don't, I won't go see it again, probably, but I'm glad I saw it. It didn't offend me. It didn't blood and guts me. And so, you know, I, I have to admit, I, I, I kind of like this movie. The one thing, though, that still kills me are these young women, young, sometimes young guys, and they're in the most deadly situation. They know they're in the most deadly situation, and they still creep down the hall and open the door. Yeah, I know. You don't do that. You go the other way. I know. It's like they make well, fun of that in Scream. They make fun of that in Scream. But that's the empowerment. Yeah. And Sadie is right. the, the teenager, and she's all powerful. Andy, did you see this movie? Did you see uh, I did not see this one. <laughs> time. I am a chicken. But I actually had something else the night of the screening. Don't. And it was my daughter's graduation yesterday, so I couldn't go. Well, last you need night. to get your priorities straight. <laughs> boogeyman yeah. or your daughter's graduation? Oh, I know. That's uh, it's an easy choice for the boogeyman, right? <laughs> Unfortunately, there might that be. That is a... not why you don't you yeah. don't like. Horror I don't movies. like horror. I will say that I have committed, as a future host of the movie show, to put myself into more movies than I might have avoided otherwise. <laughs> yeah. Okay, that's right. That's, yeah, that's the way uh, it goes. Because I don't like them either. Yeah. But I can respect them if they're done well. 
I and will. again, hearing that it was PG-13, which gives me the impression it's not going to be all blood and guts, that makes me more likely to check this one out. Yet, however, okay. there's still enough there to give yeah. you the super what, What's your grade? I didn't even well, ask. Well, I was at a B, B minus, and I'm not, I think I'm more at a B now. Uh, I'm, I'm kind of in that, you know, three, maybe three with a little minus on it. But yes. Yeah, okay. We're, if we're there's the, something between a B minus and a B, we're kind that's of, where we are. We're kind of on the same page, which oh, it, always there's respect makes me there. Yeah. It's not as great as maybe you know. Oh yeah, it's not. This it's is not poltergeist. This is not going to be a classic, you know. And everybody will go, ooh, this is the horror movie you've got to see, or the spooky movie that you've got to see. The KSL Movie Show. <laughs> telephone torture. Okay, telephone torture. This is a special telephone torture, and I'm not going to tell you why yet because I, I don't want to give anybody a special leg up on this they're going to need all the legs you can because give this them. show is so sophisticated and we are so we're just absolutely prickly about being fair on this show that's why we're literally in the claw machine <laughs> that's right okay telephone torture fabulous prizes worth up to dollars two tickets to the Megaplex Theaters. Yeah. You got two drinks. Yes. And a tub of popcorn at the okay. Megaplex Theaters. That'd be nice. If you can kind of name that movie. Okay, you ready yeah, for that? This is the hard part. I'll say, KSL Talk is our number. Is this, there, is, this is a chance for you. The worst thing that's going to happen to you is you're just going to be a glorified loser on the movie show. So which you'll is, be humiliated in front of all your you'll friends You'll be and humiliated, family. but it will feel so good. But... You could, sure also, that part. you could also be the big wiener, which is something to be very, very proud of. So huh. let's go to our phone lines and see who is joining us here. Who is that brave, maybe a little trepidatious soul who is going to, <laughs> Scared to death. throw themselves you know, on the grenade here? Hi, who's this? Mike. Mike. Okay, Mike, are you ready for telephone torture? Yes. Yeah, you've been working out? Man, a few words. Okay. All right, we're, we're going to play a soundbite from a movie, and you need to identify it in a very short period of time. You know, like I'll count to three or something. So you ready? Here we go. Play the soundbite. I uh, think we got off on the wrong foot. Yes, and it seems to be in your mouth. Okay. Name that movie. No pressure. One. No pressure. Two. No pressure. Gone with the wind. Three. I have no idea. Gone with the wind. That's right. That <laughs> was Red. You know what? He should win just for that most That was Red Butler answer. and Scarlett O'Hara with their foot in their mouth, just <laughs> as you now have. So I'll tell you what. Just like birth and no babies. You are a big loser. Loser. Yeah, it's true. So let's let's loserize him. Here, here's mine. Feels oh. so good, doesn't it, Mike? Yeah. Okay. Yes, it does. Yeah, okay. <laughs> We're going to hang up on you now, okay? Sorry, Mike. Click. All right. Now we go to yet another potential winner, Steve. So Andy. can you answer the question on that one? Of course I can. Okay. I can answer. Should are these all the same movies or are these like different the great, movies? No, these are all different movies. Okay, okay. All different, but they have something in common. All right. So let's go back to the phone line. Doug's little crazy Hi. brain. Hi. Who's this? This is Kirby. Kirby, how are you? Good, how are you? Good. You ready to be either a big wiener or a big loser? Uh, yes. Okay. All right. Do you care to make a prediction? You're going to win or lose? <laughs> uh, 50 50. Yeah. Oh, you're, That's opti- gutsy. you're optimistic. Okay. Play the sound bite. Here we go. Every 
dead body that is not exterminated becomes one of them. It gets up and kills. The people it kills get up and kill. Ooh. Ooh. Name that movie. No pressure. One. Two. Yeah, I got nothing. You got nothing. That was Dawn of the Dead. Oh, Dawn of the Dead. Dawn of the Dead. And by the way, the previous one was from Foul Play. You should have recognized the voice of Chevy Chase there. So, well, that makes you a loser. Yeah, hit the button. Oh, I'm a loserizer? (laughs) Yeah, yeah, loserizer. Okay, let's go back to our phone lines. KSL Talk is the number. Are these and only movies you have seen? Here we go. <laughs> what? You haven't seen Dawn of the Dead? You haven't seen Foul Play? I've Are seen all me? of the dead Are you seeing movies? a little thread? I thought it might be Night of the Living Are you dead. smart enough to be following the thread that we are weaving here? Okay, let's go back to the phone line. Hi, who's this? Brett. Hey, how are you? Great, thanks. Well, we'll see about that. Okay, <laughs> here's the soundbite. Here we go. I have the feeling that you're way off on this. You have the wrong feeling. Okay. Name that <laughs> movie. <laughs> There's no way in. Name that movie. Uh, I'm just going to take a shot in the dark. Uh, Casablanca. Casablanca. No, it was Halloween. You know what would have been funny if it had been, if a, it shot had been a shot in the dark. Shot in the dark. <laughs> yeah. It was Halloween. So that makes you a... Loser. There you go. Hit that button. You are not a winner. You are not a winner. You You are are a loser. loser. Uh, Nobody says that like Sam. Now, this is one that somebody really ought to get. Is this your dumb one? No, no. I have the idiot-proof question coming up because we have to have a wiener eventually. So, all right. Let's get somebody on the phone line here. Hi. Who's this? It's Kirby again. Who is it again? Kirby again. Kirby, now how did you do that, Kirby? I have no idea. <laughs> uh, we have no idea either, but there will be an investigation. <laughs> so here's another. Heads will roll. Here's Everybody a, hung up in fear of what yeah, the next soundbite was going to be. Here's another soundbite, Kirby. Here we go. Fat, drunk, and stupid is no way to go through life, son. Okay. That's that's the motto here on the movie show. Fat, drunk, and stupid is no way to go through life, son. So name the movie. One, two. Yeah, I'm over two. Yeah. I got nothing. Animal House. That was Dean Wormer. Ah. Uh, I've never love. seen that movie. <laughs> well, you're you're missing a real classic. <laughs> yeah. Okay. The horse thought so. And now let's go. Well, first of all, we need to loserize him. So. Oh yeah. Hit the hit the button. Okay. So this one is going to be. One is misery the running thread of our idiot-proof questions. Okay, so we're, we're well. Should, should we do this one? Yeah. Okay. Let, let's let's do the the other one here. So this this will be a for real. This isn't idiot-proof. So let's find out who's on the line. Hi, who's this? Hello. Hello. Hi, who's this? Hey, how are you? Good. How are you? Good. Okay, we got a really good one from for you, and uh, we'll we'll play it right now. Here we go. I got so okay. many hickeys. People think I'm a leper. Cheer up. Uh, hickey from Kanicki's like a Hallmark card. Uh, oh, yeah. Okay. 
Okay. What well, that movie? Has to be an older movie. What's that? Um, it has to be an older movie. Well, not necessarily, but in this case. Okay. I, one. I, I'm I'm two. I'm a lot, but it, how about Breakfast Club? I don't oh, know. Oh no, it's not. It was from Greece. That was oh, Rizzo from Greece. Okay. Kanicki oh, was the key word one. there, yeah. Okay, now you're you're a loser, so we're gonna we're gonna confirm that. Here we go. Such a loser. <laughs> loser. This has been a really good show today, don't you think? Do I hear the train <laughs> whistle coming? <laughs> okay, let's go back to the phone line and hi, who's this? Hello. Hello. Hi, who's this? This is Matthew. Okay, Matthew. I want you this this one is we've got one that's almost idiot proof and then we have one that is idiot proof. You're going to get the almost idiot proof. So are you ready for this? You bet. Listen very closely to the words here. Here we go. I want the name of this flying whatchamacallit to go with the Daily Planet like bacon and eggs, franks and beans, death and taxes, politics and corruption. Okay, what movie does that come from? I would have to say Superman. Superman! It's it! You are a big wiener. Now, what gave it away? Whatchamacallit or Daily Planet? Yeah, was it the Daily Planet that kind of got it down for you? It was the Daily Planet. The Daily Planet. Yep, you're right. You have won fabulous prizes worth up to dollars from the Megaplex Theaters. Congratulations. This has to be one of the best days of your life. It is. I was afraid I was going to be an, an idiot. <laughs> no, no. See, that's why we have things that are idiot-proof. There you go. There you, you go. Tap well, congratulations. You are a big wiener here on the movie show, and we're going to put you on hold so we can extract all the information to give you fabulous prizes. But first of all, you have a duty, and you know what it is, right? The chairman of the board, old blue eyes. There you go. It's that simple. Saying, Frank. And, con- and congratulations to you, too, Doug. Hey, thank you. That's uh-huh. very kind of you. All right. You don't get any more than that, though. Yeah, so we got to sing to the losers here, <laughs> okay. though. Yeah. Yeah. Here's to the losers. Here's to the losers. Bless them all. I think that was a classic... All the movies were from 1978, the year oh. that I started at KSL. Every single movie. That was the thread. That I, was the thread. I just thought Misery was the thread. That's why I've only seen one of them. <laughs> well, you weren't born yet. Ah. <laughs> you can go back in time. Our, our, yeah, that's right. That's why we have the Wayback Machine. 45 years. I mean, uh, he's a junkyard dog, man. And smart. I wish him the best of luck. We love you, Doug, from all your friends at KSL News Radio. Seabird. <laughs> Oh. There was a sweet listener yeah. that said, yeah, and Steve gives you crap all the time. Yes. See? Some people say, well, why are you always picking on Steve? Well, so I've, we finally got one the other way. It's That's a mutual like, admiration It's still like 53 society. to 1. Oh, yeah, right, right. Steven. Sir. Probably ought to review another movie. Yes. Which one are we going to do? Shooting Stars. Shooting Stars. Okay. I was just trying to find good kids, and they all kind of balanced each other out. Willie, both his parents, addicts. His big brother took him in, saved his little brother's life. Shion, we just want Shion to work off a little bit of his baby fat. Drew was born with basketball in his blood. I picked LeBron because he has skills, and he was a good kid. Okay. 
my first thought was, okay, this is a LeBron James pat me on the back moment. Yeah. But back in high school, there were four best friends. They were 10 years old when they started playing together, and they were so good. I mean, you got LeBron, but you also had right. Willie McPhee, and we had little Drew, and a guy named uh, Romeo. And so these kids grew up together, and they ended up deciding the one that was really short, little Drew, they were all going to go to this, I think it was called Bechtel. It, it's a big school in Akron, mm-hmm. and it's where all the super athletes went. Well, little Drew was finding out that he wasn't going to be able to start. He was going to have to play on the JV team. So he talked to the other guys, and let's go over to St. Vincent, St. Mary's, where we can run the show. And the coach told him, says, you'll play varsity. He's not an idiot. Yeah. He knows that if he has Willie McGee and he has LeBron James right. on his high school team. And these kids go over there, and they are unbelievable. They become, I didn't realize this, the most successful high school basketball team yep. in history. I mean, they won, like, national championships, like, a couple of times, and state championships just, you know, just walking into the gym. Remember, we talked about this on Movie News a while back, and I wondered if it would turn into be a real good movie or, as you mentioned, a pat on the back. Well, the first part of it did feel a little patty on the backy, yeah. I'm going to say. But when you start to get to know the other kids and the stories that they've gone through, and then you realize that they have remained friends all these years later, that that kind of friendship and the value of that friendship is what yeah. sold me on this movie. Cool. So Shooting Stars, a B. It's only on Peacock. It's PG-13. It's a little sassy, but, you know, these are a bunch of high school kids. Yeah. I mean, you know, they're tough little dudes. They're and not they, choir boys. They're not choir boys by any stretch. But and they do tone it down enough to where it's yeah. PG-13. And I actually came out going, you know what? That was actually a pretty good little movie. Good. So Shooting Stars, Peacock, PG-13. Okay. All right. Uh, the KSL text line. Yes, you, know, you can utilize that and you can become part of the movie show with the movie show club. You know, we did a screening not long ago. We've had T-shirts, all kinds of fun stuff, and uh, much more to come. By and the way, so, Doug, yes, people are wishing you lots of congratulations on the KSL text line. Really? I feel like I need to read a couple of these to you because you deserve to hear this. They're, they're Happy... Think- you can read this on the air? I can, I can read. You know, there wasn't there's one that I can't, there, but. <laughs> Except the one Steve sent in. Oh, that's, uh, I thought that number looked familiar. Yeah. Happy anniversary, Doug. Don't fully retire. Mm. What do you say? Well, uh, I think D has a vote here. <laughs> D, yeah, you, I, I will refer you to D. <laughs> so, yeah. The Supreme Court. Oh, that's very kind. To Doug Wright, congratulations on 45th anniversary. I still have tapes of KSL's 60th anniversary broadcasts and documentary that Doug helped produce in 1982. Yeah, that was a big project we worked on, the 60th anniversary. Really? And, oh, I can remember working on that with everybody and... It, uh, it was a real blast. In the, uh, and you voiced past. some of it? Well, yeah, I did some of the narrative and, and collected it and kind of co-wrote the, the thing. And it was, uh, he did it. Because I want to hear 1982 Doug's voice uh, it's, with that youthful yeah, energy. No. That, you still have a pretty youthful energy voice, but I'd really like to hear 1982 Doug. You think I have a... <laughs> well, now you don't. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right, last one. Doug, you are retiring on my birthday your voice will be missed, as well as the motorcycle rides. Uh-huh. Juan Voyage. I don't know if that's his Juan name Voyage. or if he meant voice to text yeah. to say Bon Voyage, but well, Juan that's Voyage, his, Doug. If that's, that's his name, I'm, that is the coolest name ever. Well, you know, really since, since he mentioned the motorcycle ride, that's coming up next weekend. 
Uh-huh. And you know, the ride to light up your rig. Are you going to still do that after this? I, you know, I don't know. We'll see how it goes. You we know, might but, let you on the air and but talk it's, about it. It's been great what that's done for Eureka. It, it really, I mean, the not only the lights, but the portico on the old city hall that we rebuilt. And, I mean, it was just gone. And, you know, the... Are they going to put up a little statue of Carriage tour. <laughs> well, I keep waiting for KSL to take the measurements for, you know, because just down the street... You know, where they play a little game called basketball. Right. There's a nice statue of John Stockton and a nice right. statue of Carl Malone. And, you know, so Is far. Is Doug campaigning for a statue out front of Triad Center, Kevin? Can we make that happen? <laughs> I've already mentioned it. It's in the in works. The it's, okay. it's in the works. Yeah, the grinder is. Life size. Oh, those are very nice. Thank you. I, uh, and Don Brinkerhoff also sent me a personal text to make sure that he told you, because you've had him on to talk yeah. DC superheroes and all of that stuff. He wanted to make sure to wish you uh, congratulations on 45th and a happy retirement. And Don, what what he does at KSL, he's a good he just boy. keeps us all on the rails. Man, yeah, he's such a great guy. And speaking of the text line, you can join the Movie Show Club by texting the word movie to the Cypress Credit Union KSL text line at 57500. All right, on that note, let's take a brief respite. We shall come back. Other movies to 10. talk about. We got the top 10, sponsored by Call Climate oh, Services. We got to talk about Ted, dude. And we got to talk about Ted. That was an amazing finale. Yeah, I was just, I was just oh, getting choked up. Big old bow on that baby. Oh, man. to be clear, no, it's Ted Lasso and not Ted the vulgar teddy bear. Oh, just I, so everybody yeah. knows. Remember, I'm. I have the reputation of walking out on Ted, yeah, which I've been mocked for forever. Because you missed the arc of the character. Oh, the arc of Ted's character, where he became a, a preacher. A more obscene he, yeah, right. creature. Got even more obscene. Happy KSL anniversary, Doug. You're wearing tuxedos to a job that requires you to clean bathrooms. Please leave this office. Do we get any sort of souvenir? Congratulations, Doug, from everyone at KSL News Radio. <laughs> that is so cool. You know, we'll have kind of the big uh, so long farewell, Alfieder Zane, adieu. And that rings a bell for fans of Ted Lasso. But oh, I'll, yes. I'll tell you, you know, I, I, I do have to mention this just really quickly. I. I, I remember the first day walking into KSL like it was yesterday. I was yeah. so intimidated. I came over from KCPX and just playing the hits and, you know, everything else. I was hired as the fill-in guy and the production director. And when I walked into that lobby, and it went three different directions. If you went straight ahead, you went into TV. That was where, the big wall where, right there in front, right? Well, yeah. I mean, it was just you know right there on Social Hall. If you went to the left, that was kind of the sales and the executive area for okay. TV. And if you went to the right, it was radio. And I remember walking past all of these award windows and, uh, you know, the Freedom Foundation Awards and all of the, and I'm just going, holy smoke. What am I what doing am, here? What am I doing here? And uh, I walked through the door, and I'll tell you, it, it was an amazing, amazing experience. And the people I've had the chance to work with over these 45 years, just legendary names. And, and the talent bank at KSL and the people who kind of guided me, you know, through those days where you go, wow, I'm out of my league. You know, you thought, man, I'm the living epitome of the Peter Principle here. But it was it was an amazing place. And this is on Social Hall Avenue. And uh, to watch, you know, that that the last 45 years, it's it's been remarkable. You know, I've, I've kind of joked about this. You can have a real good act or think you have a real good act and you perform it at the Elks Lodge, and it's still the same act, but, you know, or, you know, in some little... But if you perform at a Carnegie Hall, it enhances everything. 
and KSL is the Carnegie Hall. And oh. you can do the same shtick, you know, over here. And, yeah, it's, it's fine. It's good. But do that act on, on KSL, and KSL just amplifies. And so you tell me to knock it off? Knock what off? Me. <laughs> <laughs> no. no, you too, Steve, have been amplified by KSL. <laughs> Even you. So. Well, now you've got me freaked out. <laughs> yeah, that's right. So, anyway, it was an amazing no, I, day, and it's, it's a day that, that literally changed my life. Well, we still have your final show. This isn't yeah. it. No, no, this is but, – but this is – I mean, it was actually yesterday, July, uh, June 1st. And I, ju- I just remember walking through that front door going, oh, my goodness. That is oh, amazing, yeah, isn't crazy. it? But we have a great duty to do first. We have and a, it is the movie show oh. top ten. So here we go. Here we go. Here we go. <laughs> just do you know. The, you want to do that one more time? The what? The what? Oh, they they switched oh, over. Yeah. So what? You'll have to do it yourself. Come no. on. Do you want you want the full deal? Yeah. Go. This will cost extra, Andy. You know? I've got my allowance. I'm ready to pay up. All right. All right. We're, we're going to do pocket. the movie show top ten old school. There we go. Since we don't have the very expensive opening that we had paid for dearly. Stop delaying. Oh, we got it? Oh, oh no. We don't want it now. Okay. All right. Here we go. Here we go. Nine. The KSL Movie Show top ten. Read the room. Adam. I never thought Stavo. I'd see Steve disappointed, Andy, when I, I didn't do the movie show Top Ten Live. You know? Well, I want to say I miss it, but then... I mean, we were we were like one second away from getting it. Oh, I know. You're doing it at the end, though. Oh, maybe. The it'll end, it'll the cost end. a lot extra. <laughs> <laughs> the end is near. Okay, number ten. We're just going to run through this really quickly. Okay. Book Club, the next chapter. <laughs> I really dislike <laughs> this movie. It's done very poorly. Evil Dead, Rise. Has anybody here amongst nope. us seen it? No. So yeah, we'll give it. Uh, My friend liked it. That's about all I can say. <laughs> Andy's friend liked Evil Former Dead friend of Rise. Andy's. That's right. Number eight is You Hurt My Feelings. Kind of an interesting little movie. Wasn't great. You had a good cast and kind of, you know, but you kind of had to get into it. Yeah, it's about characters. and Little white lies. Yes, little things about us that uh, we may right. not you know, think about. Kandahar, you mentioned you like this movie. Uh, yeah, this is kind of like, uh, what was that movie, Plane? Plane? Oh, no, it was the one that came out last week. No, no, I know, but it's kind of like Kandahar. Oh, okay. He's like Plane. Yeah. Oh, I, uh, I know Jared where they going for the rescue. Yeah, yeah. 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 Okay. Uh, let's see. About my father. I actually like this better than I thought I would. I liked it a lot. Andy liked it. A lot, which well, equates into a... Oh, I was the three out of four for me. Three out of four. Yeah, I was the three. Okay, all right. Uh, then we have The Machine is number five. Uh, this is that Bert, Bert Kreischer thing that uh, uh, Larry Tassone was talking about yeah, last week, right. where he goes to Russia and blah, blah, blah. He's a comedian. Uh, you know, yeah. hasn't done anything, though. Okay. Then the Super Mario Brothers movie, and boy, you know, both Steve and I... This just ain't our game, so to speak. But those who are into Super Mario. I was mid, but my kids loved it. Yeah, yeah. And, and, and look and at I, the numbers. I know. It is absolutely crazy. Over, Nintendo's president is arguing that the critics' dislike of it fueled the box office probably, totals. Probably. So he should be grateful. $1.284 billion. Wow. 
Amazing. Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3. I liked it, but again, a little, uh, you know, wave off. Uh, like my wife, Dee, she wouldn't be able to handle the, yeah, the animal of animals. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, uh, Fan 10. Fan yeah. You X. didn't even get the right first name part, right? Fast. Fan, <laughs> fast. Well, I was thinking. We just make up your own titles. I was as you thinking go. of Dan. He's got Fan X coming up, and, you know, at the end yeah. of the summer. I'm sure he appreciates the plug. Yeah, well, you know. But what's this movie? Fast X. Fast 10. Fast X. Anyway, $522 million yeah. in two weeks. Well, I talk a movie, about a movie that is delightfully overblown. They just oh, yeah. they just put the, the hose on this thing, <laughs> turn the air on, and I'm surprised it didn't just blow up. They just said, well, give the people what they want. That's right. So. And then... Last week, we talked about The Little Mermaid. I like The Little Mermaid. I thought it would do better than this at the box office, you know, and I'm sure Disney hoped it would, too. 130 domestic, 79 foreign at 209 in one week. Eh, yeah. It's not hideous. Uh, no, it's not hideous. So there you have it, ladies and gentlemen, the Movie Show Top Ten, sponsored by our friends at Call Climate Services. Boy, he's been a great sponsor of the movie show. He has been. What a great guy. Call Climate Services. Thanks so much for being part of the movie show. Thanks to KSL for pulling out the stops today on the 45th anniversary. That's cool. We've still got another month to go of the movie show, and so we'll look forward to seeing you back here. That's a threat. Yeah, that's a threat. I did. Can't believe you threw Chevron under the bus. (laughs) Well, I, you know. (laughs) They tried to murder us. Wasn't everything I said absolutely exactly, true? It exactly. Was, and, and worse. <laughs> Don't and move. Don't yeah, move. Yeah, I know. We, we're electric wires <laughs> running through the puddles, and we're going, we're going to die. This is a bad idea. <laughs> this is a bad, I got a bad feeling about this. Thanks so much again for being part of the show. And tonight when you go home, please make sure you hug the people you love. I'm Dave Cauley, investigative journalist and host of the podcast, Cold. In October of 1985, a woman named Cherie Warren left work at a busy Salt Lake City office. To meet her estranged husband at a downtown auto dealership. She never made it home. Cherie's car surfaced weeks later in Las Vegas. In the parking lot of a hotel casino. No one knows how it got there. Strange. It was strange. Both Cherie's estranged husband and her boyfriend raised suspicion for investigators. I kind of thought that he might have done something. But no arrests were ever made. In Cold Season 3, we dig into double lives, make new connections in the case, and examine the difficulty raised by reasonable doubt. We want answers just as much as anyone else. They have creeps like that now, too, so nothing's changed. That's the new Cold Season 3, The Search for Cherie. Now available anywhere you get your podcasts.